Welcome back to Sold My Soul. Yeah. Woo. Why do we do the woo? I'm saying, do you know what? I... Next week, if you guys <laughs> woo, I'm just going to reach to the screen and slap you. We're stopping the woo. <laughs> what is okay. 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 <laughs> Allison, introduce yourself. I'm Allison. Oh, I'm Paige. Shit, I'm second. Fuck. <laughs> okay, wait, do it again. Do it again. Okay. I'm Allison. I'm Paige. And I'm Yana. Oh, sorry. So- <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And today, start us off. <laughs> it is, uh, no, it's good, it's good. Today, it is, what episode? Episode five? five. Episode, five. Oh it's my god, five. episode five. Okay. It is episode five, and today we are talking about soloists. Very exciting. Ooh, very Ooh. exciting. Before we do that, we have to do our little news corner. The news. <laughs> That's not the noise I made last week, but here we it go. It was not. <laughs> okay, cute. first off, we got BTS news, sis. <gasps> sis, my boys. Okay, so technically for us, like kind of yesterday, you know, that weird KST thing, but February 19th, quote unquote, which is technically the day we're recording right now. Um, uh, Big Hit Entertainment and BTS released an essential edition of the fifth studio album, B. So that was their most recent album that came out in November. And it's a repackage, basically. There's no new tracks, though. So normally when they do a repackage, there's new tracks. But it's just like... I, I don't know. It's like some deluxe edition. It's very yeah. interesting. I don't know why yeah, it's yeah, happening yeah. or what's happening, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a money weird, thing. Money it's a, thing. It's a weird world out here for armies. But, um, yeah, it sold over 500,000 copies, um, like, with no new tracks, re-release in five hours. So they've become My the God. best-selling album by a Korean act in 2021 so far, mm-hmm. um, which it sounds about right, you know? <laughs> So, King. yeah, the the album also became the album with the sixth highest first day sales in Hantio history. And wow. four out of those top six spots are also BTS. So. Oh, my God. We oh the kings. God. We love them. And I'd also like to say that um, yesterday was Hobie's birthday. So happy belated Hobie Day. I know by the time we post this, it's going to be very belated, but that's my fucking man and I love him. Okay. <laughs> and then there's also like weirdly interesting exciting news that got seven dropped a teaser for a music video for a song called encore so um i really didn't see that coming i thought they were just like fucking bye but (laughs) i haven't watched it yet because i don't feel like crying but Mm -hmm. it does exist um Mm -hmm. and it's like black and white and like I'm, i'm sure it's very emotional and then we also have the kind of, I don't know exactly how confirmed this is. Like, different sites say, like, it's confirmed and different sites are like, oh, it's just discussion. But it was mm-hmm. reported that the members of Girls' Generation are talking about a possible comeback and discussing Ooh. a new album. So, Interesting. yeah. Finally. So, even though their agencies are different now, the member, it seems that the members are trying to, like, do something together. Mm-hmm. Um and there's also been whispers of it. If it is happening, then it's, like, May or June. But, again, I, like, think this is, like, mostly unconfirmed. But netizens are going fucking crazy anyway. Everyone's like, oh, oh for sure. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> so, there's, no like, our exciting, hot in the news stuff. And then we're going to go to Yana for birthday. Yana just almost spit out her tea. Sorry. Okay. So, um, first off, let's just start with a few happy birthdays to today's celebrants. We have uh, Golden Child Donghyun, Kevin <laughs> from Zaya, Zaya, Kevin, yes. oh and God, Kevin from The Boys. So, so are these birthdays that are that are like gonna be on the day that we post? Yeah. The yes. episode. Oh, okay. Well, happy birthday. Yes. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> then we have a few notable birthdays that's coming up um, in the next week. We have the Rose Wusong. Mm. Astro's Rocky. Ah! Rocky! Fucking biased, oh! baby. Beethoven's Changsub. Mm. <laughs> Silence. <Yeah. laughs> 
Oh, sorry we didn't mean it <laughs> no i love i love chang sub he's just he's a sh- he's just a troll to me so i'm just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh right. stream kingdom Ooh, when it comes out cl the queen queen truly big stars field dog <laughs> i love field, field dog. dog what a fucking name i'll never get over field dog as him. a name uh, i'm gonna cry i love field dog so much <laughs> <laughs> We also have a new kid's Yunmin. My son. Why is everyone your son? I'm sorry. I'm ancient. How much childbirth have you gone through? Oh, too many. Too many. <laughs> and then we have 10 from NCT slash Wavy slash Super M. Yay! <laughs> slash in my heart. Yes. <laughs> and then we have a first generation K-pop idol, SES Pata. Mm. Oh. And then we have Tonghun from Ace. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Hoesung from N Flying. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. <laughs> this is my bias. I totally forgot it's his birthday coming up. Oh my gosh. Allison is I'm not sorry. okay. Allison I'm is not... not okay. You see, I stand too many people. Hoesung is my second bias. <laughs> I'm going through a crisis right now. Oh my god. Okay. <sighs> and then we have SF9's Taeyang. Okay. And also then... my wrecker. <laughs> and then we have our lovely Wonho. <gasps> yeah. And last but not least, we have FT Island Legend. <gasps> Honky. Oh, Honky. Honky. Yes. Or Hunky, as Eat Your Kimchi <laughs> used to call him. <laughs> Hunky. <laughs> Oh, nice. I love that. Yeah. Are those so all the birthdays? Oh my god. Yes, that is. Oh, happy aunt. birthday, everyone. Happy birthday, happy everyone. Birthday. Kevin, I love you. <laughs> so Belated he definitely listens. Yeah, oh yeah, he's, he's definitely, definitely one of our two point five listeners. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> the roast of the century. We oh my god. we have fun. We have fun here. Awesome. What do so, you have for us? Speaking of fun, we've had some comebacks and a little bit of an update since uh, last week. So, Kang Daniel has made his comeback with Paranoia. Oh my god. The music video, Chef's Kiss. Oh my god, it's so dark. And I'm like, I love Daniel more than I think I do. (laughs) Uh, But he is my second bias in 101, so you know. Um, I don't know if we set a date for a one-host comeback, but it is on the 26th, so it's coming soon. Um, nothing else to really update on. Um, uh, Monster X's I Am released a solo uh music mm. video just today. Yes. It's very like dark hip hoppy, like post Malone J Park would probably mm. release something like it, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of it is vocal, so Chang Kyun really shows off like he's not just a rapper, he can o- also be a vocalist. Um, and then finally, we gotta talk about Miss Chungha. <laughs> incredible comeback oh my god listen okay well let me stop you right there because today i am talking about kim Chung-a, and i'm very excited because Woo-hoo. this queen listen when it came to soloists i do stand a few we've talked about hyana though Like, I can say more about her, but, like, what more can I say about her, you know? Love that queen. (laughs) Sunni was, like, a very close contender, but, like, Mm -hmm. for me, just no one slaps like Chunga. We could have talked about Jesse. No. Chunga. I'm sorry. Sunni names, but holy shit. Okay, this woman. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Chunga's original debut was with IOI which was the girl group that was developed out of the first season of Produce 101. Um, She did really well on the show. She had, like, a considerable amount of screen time. She was in, like, the A class. She was known for her, like, fantastic dancing. The reason that she kind of popped off on the show was because in the very first episode, um, they had her do, like, a freestyle dance. And um, she kind of just, like, set the president... President? I meant precedent. (laughs) (laughs) Chunga, hashtag my president. (laughs) She set the precedent for, like, dance on that show and kind of through osmosis in the industry. Um, Oh, my gosh. Which is pretty iconic for, like, a rookie. 
um, mm-hmm. even though she did have training um, in numerous companies, including JYP. And um, she also is one of the few idols I know that, um, or know of, I mean, that has graduated from university. A lot of them obviously mm, just don't go yeah. because they're yeah. spending those university years being an idol. Some of them do <laughs> online school at the same time. Yeah, but yeah, she yeah. graduated from, if I can find it in my notes, some university, oh, Sejong University majoring in dance. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. So anyways, she made her splash on the show. She debuted with IOI. She, of course, like her discography then aligns with IOIs. She was part mm-hmm. of, she was one of the only ones who wasn't like randomly pulled in all that drama, like the Gugudon girls and stuff like that. Like she stayed there the whole time. She participated mm-hmm. in What a Man um, and she choreographed What a Man. So incredible. that was, again, incredible for like a rookie to choreograph oh, a yeah. girl group's comeback. Like mm-hmm. it was like their th- their second comeback or first comeback it was was one of those two it was early it was early it was early because they basically did dream girls and then things started Mm -hmm. falling apart and then i think they did waterman and then they did um and then it was right well they did downpour in the goodbye concert but other than that (laughs) so it was like first comeback choreographed by her and it wasn't just like we're going to let Chunga choreograph this. It was like she was competing against other choreo- choreographers and it was down to like three options and they chose hers because they thought it was like the highest quality. So she's yeah. insane. Like mm-hmm. she's an insane queen of dance. Um, when it comes to vocals, she's uh, like steadily growing. She has kind of this, um, she has a very like unique, like her personal tone, but like in general, her tone's kind of like, uh, it's breathier and she uses her falsetto a lot, which is really strong, but isn't very common in K-pop. So she also like tries her hand at belting, but it's not like really her thing as somebody who's trained vocally. I'm mm-hmm. like, I know where your place is in your voice and you don't get to use it that often because K-pop. Oh. Yeah, because for K-pop. sure. But Ugh. she definitely used to be much like weaker in her vocal abilities in every comeback I think she's improving and mm-hmm. part of that is just like you get used to singing on stage and singing and dancing at the same time yeah and, oh yeah, yeah for she's sure just doing all that so yeah so right from the beginning she well the beginning from when we knew her she was this explosion of talent um before that she definitely had hardships and she's she's from like a relatively small company she's kind of like made the name for that company now mm-hmm. um yes. But yeah, I'd say that out of all of the IOI members, she's the most successful, which probably no one saw coming coming as the singular yeah. girl from this tiny company. Everyone thought it was going to be Jun So Mi, but to be honest, Jun So Mi kind of got pushed through the ringer. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, oh, one other thing to mention is that she also, she was born in Korea, but she was raised in Dallas, Texas. So... Um, she also has this ability to communicate with a lot of international fans because she speaks English fluently. Um, so yeah, I think she lived there for seven or eight years before coming back to Korea. Uh, Mm. and yeah, that's just like a fun little fact. She's a country gal. A country gal. I love Southern Bells. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So then getting into like her discography, she debuts in 2017 with um oh my god what why the don't you know why don't you know yeah i started like doing the dance <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that song so with, much yeah oh. with why don't you know which was like a very like fun like kind of i don't know it almost had like a tropical inspired mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was fun she got to dance she got to sing and i remember that in the dance break of the song she would do the other ioi girls is point oh, choreography yeah. like all the other ioi girls uh-huh. who've gone on to promote in like other other yeah. groups or she like, would do, yeah. Or like whoever, like whichever rapper like featured on the show with her, like um, oh, once yeah. um, NCT's Taeyong um performed a rap um for one of her stages, and during the dance break she did the choreography for Cherry Bomb, and everybody oh, yeah. like freaked out. I, I forgot she did yeah. that. What a queen. Yeah, so that was that was 2017. She did Why Don't You Know? And everyone was like, oh, it's that Chunga chick. And <laughs> and then oh. she came back um, with, like, 
like for me, Why Don't You Know is a good song, great song. Listen to it, mm-hmm. learn the dance, loved it at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was like then every comeback after that was just like, oh my god, oh my god. Like she's just mm-hmm. outdoing herself. And Roller Coaster yeah. for me is like still pivotal. Like Roller Coaster came out in tw- early 2018. Mm-hmm. And that shit fucking, she came out with, that's when her brand really started, I think. She has yeah. this very yeah. unique brand right now and like presentation of herself and i think that's when it started the glittery eyes the stage presence the winks like Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh and she participates in choreographing every single one of her comebacks so even if she Mm -hmm. doesn't fully choreograph it herself she like her and her choreographers work like collaboratively i also um am subscribed to her main choreographer on youtube (laughs) um because she does like behind the scenes videos of her choreographing some of her dances and yeah the whole process is just like it's very they build the choreography to suit her and her strengths really well Mm -hmm. so yeah honestly like impactful for roller coaster like that was (laughs) i mean i've been dancing k-pop since grade six but when i learned roller coaster and covered it with zephyr uh page (laughs) um that was kind of like a change in my personality to be a bit more confident in my own dancing Mm, because of like i don't know like the feel of like her choreography just like it makes you have that confidence almost so like honestly i have to thank chunga so much because she changed my perspective on dance yeah and that was before we were even like actually zephyr that was like That was Leading just, like, a bunch suffer. of random gals who you were like, hey, can you <laughs> dance back up for us? And I was like, I'm going to whip my hair so fucking hard. Yes, here we go. <laughs> the sexiest part. Oh, my God. If we remember oh. to ever post on our Instagram, we'll post the video that I'm talking about because yes. it's really funny. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, I'm surprised I didn't dislocate my goddamn neck, if that's even possible. That's but- so funny. <laughs> I only watch people dance. I can't. I mean, I like to, doesn't mean I can. (laughs) (laughs) So then we got into, in the same year, um, she had another comeback. So it was two comebacks that year, which was Love You. Um, And this was kind of continuing this, like, synthy, like, poppy, almost tropical sound. Love You, I thought, was um, kind of a mix between roller coaster sounds and Why Don't You Know sound. Mm -hmm, Um, Yeah. mm So yeah, Love You is 2018. It's very like cute choreography. I, I honestly didn't it. like after Roller Coaster, I was like a little like lack I thought it was a little lackluster. Like I know a lot of people loved it, but I wanted like that trajectory from Roller Coaster to just keep going up. And um mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Love You was like okay. It was like a summer song. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Then fucking 2019. Oh, oh my god. Let's go. Lord Let's go. Dushi. Gotta <laughs> go by Kim Chunga <laughs> takes Korea by storm. I didn't re- I love the song. Obviously, over here we're a little disconnected from like what's actually going on in the Korean public. I did not realize how much that how well that song performed in Korea. People oh, yeah. fucking ate that shit. Like I was eating it up over here. I was gobbling it up. But I didn't know that we were sharing a plate, you know? Like I didn't know oh my God. I didn't know that yeah. Korea was over there with their own little yeah. plate, you know? Oh my gosh, everyone was gobbling that shit up. She, it went platinum, like, her sales were out the wazoo. I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what exactly about it that, like, made it so, like, it's always hard to know. The weirdest, sometimes you don't expect the songs that, like, hit it really big in Korea to hit it big in Korea. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. what their (laughs) threshold is or whatever, but, oh my gosh, they loved it. It, It's a brilliant song. It was, like, a darker concept. It was, um, slightly, Mm -hmm. like, sexy, but still in that Chunga way, where it's not, like, I don't know, it's not, like, dirty or, like, campy sexy. It's just, like, it's just, like, she's so good at controlling her own body and, like, expressing Mm -hmm. what she wants to express, and, yeah, great song, good song, great song. That same year, Snapping came out, which didn't perform a bitch, bitch, bitch. Oh my god. Which that didn't... took everyone. Oh <laughs> well, my god. Well, it did not perform in Korea as well as yeah. Gotta Go did. And I didn't yeah. like full. Yeah, like I said, Gotta Go, I didn't fully realize that like, if you were to like, talk about Chunga in Korea and somebody was like, who? You'd be like, oh, Gotta Go. and like Or like, mm-hmm. Yorkishi, whatever. And they'd be like, oh, like that's the song people really know her for. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know what I would have assumed it was, but it's that one. So snapping didn't perform as well. I feel like snapping, I don't know why, but I just feel like it was a little bit more um, tailored almost or like targeted or at least better received by international fans or like Western fans. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And that, that shit went off like that whole album was called flourishing and she had like quite a lot of english lyrics like throughout all of the songs in that um, she flourished she flourished she really did and uh, i loved it i just oh my god i ate that shit up um so then uh that was 2019 wrapped it up good times uh, did she get awards? I forgot to look at awards. She probably did. Let's just assume she, probably she fucking got, she got some a few crazy awards. First wins. Uh, she got a few wins, I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, music oh, shows, too. Gosh. Was Gotta mm-hmm. Go her first win? I, I should so. I believe this. that. I believe that. Yeah. And I just... Ugh, there's just something so pure and beautiful about the way she reacts to when she gets a first win. Oh, my win. God. Yeah, I, I mean, to when she gets a win at a music show. She's always mm-hmm. so shocked. Like, it's almost as if, like... <laughs> She she kind of tunes out the world right before they announce the winner. Yeah, and then like when she's... when they announce it, she takes like two seconds to process, and you can see on the camera like the moment of realization that like oh shit, that's me. I'm Tongha. This was my song. <laughs> I just won. And then like there would be what do you call them? Like those things that explode, like um confetti, confetti? that yeah. the, that would go off. And then she'd be like oh, and then it'd be like <laughs> the cutest thing ever. Oh, she's so pure i love her yeah Jesse so literally called her an angel <laughs> i do have her awards up sorry she um in 27 in 2018 she won the uh the asian artist awards the aas she won best icon female solo artist um no best icon and favorite award uh with roller coaster and love you so like that's very early on in her career um, in 2020, she won the best, the female solo artist. And yeah, she's just got like number ones at the Wazoo, Hot Performance of the Year. It's kind of one of those things where near the the beginning of her career, like when they're all like on fire and like really popular, like mm. she won like the awards that have kind of like now carried her through and she's like good and established. Um, and yeah, she wins a lot of like dance related awards, like dance performance related awards, but like across everything, like Melon, Mnet you know new beat soul music like everything she's just like she's good i'm that's what i'm saying she's good like she's established she's good we don't <laughs> have to worry about her it's not mm-hmm. like with Dreamcatcher where we're like give us a fucking award please but <laughs> um that's neither here nor there so stream wind blows anyways back to chung <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> like we never not talk disease. about DC. <laughs> I know. It's really bad. Anyways, so then after um what did I leave us off on? Snapping. Mm-hmm. Then we are into 2020. And like for me, the thing that stands out the most in 2020 was fucking stay tonight. Oh, oh my yeah. god, did I oh, love yeah. that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't I can't actually express enough how much I actually love that because everything about it like the voguing which is like like had this yeah. weird pocket of popularity that it's still kind of happening but like it's been mm-hmm. relevant in K-pop before but all of a sudden like everyone was just like adding voguing elements into their choreography mm-hmm. if not having an entirely mm-hmm. vogue based choreography yes. like mm-hmm. Stay Tonight like La Dida like those. Ooh, um nice. And this, like, the choreography was exceptional. The The song was exceptional. Her The so dance good. team that she brought in, those male dancers who are yeah. probably all gay, but um, were all wearing heels and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, everything. Yeah. And I was like, this is, like, this is, like, the closest I can get to, like, having, like, a bunch of drag queens, basically, on the K-pop <laughs> stage, which is honestly all yeah. I really want in life. Um, so, yeah, 2020 was saw um stay tonight which was in uh when was that it was april yeah it was mm-hmm. a pre-release so um yes yeah she did like a couple of pre-releases leading up to um like the, the album so then she also mm-hmm. did play in july which Ooh. um honestly there's always like one comeback that i just like don't really vibe with and for some reason, play just like I just didn't. It didn't hit it for me. I know a lot of Same. people loved it, but 
I don't know, like, the lyrics in the song, like, just, I don't know. Of course it was a beautiful performance, and, like, her dancing is so strong. But, anyways, yeah, it just didn't really do it for me, but it um, did, like, all right in Korea. Um, and then she, like, in the meantime, has been doing, like, a lot of variety show appearances, things like that. Um, and then the next thing that is, like, really of, like, most importance is her album that just came out. So like, she did, Ugh. she's done like a few promotional stuff, like I said, in between um, play and now, but this mm-hmm. is like her first like real comeback um, since all that. And it is her first studio album. It's called, how do I pronounce this? It's called Querencia. 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 I mean, if they like pronounce it like Spanish, Querencia. But yeah. I don't think it's, that's how they would pronounce it. Well, uh, the thing is, like, a lot of her stuff is, like, Spanish-inspired. Like, I thought, when I yeah. first read it, I was like, that's what it is. I don't mm-hmm. know what the word means. But anyways, so that um, full-length album uh, was released recently, and she, it was February 15th. So it was supposed to come out early January, but it got delayed, probably because she's been having, like, struggles with COVID. She had COVID, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also, there's, at first it was just like members on her team had it and then she got it. And then it was because, um, right before like lockdown started, she had been traveling and when they came back, they realized like in Europe and like, sh- like she was touring and stuff like that. So yeah, that was obviously like very tumultuous and we were mostly mm-hmm. just worried about her health, but she came back. The song is called Bicycle. Guys, take it away. What do you think about bicycle? How do we feel? Oh, my God. She can God. ride my bicycle anytime. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. So, I when I listened to it, when it opened up, I'm like, you can't not rap. Like, Chunga, <laughs> if you don't rap in this, I'm going to sue you myself. <laughs> like, And I was waiting for it. And when she did rap, I'm like, this is how I feel when I heard David rapping in uh, Salute by AB6. I'm like, this is what I needed in yeah. my life. Thank you. <laughs> so good in my opinion this is the first like really um like everything up until now and this one Mm -hmm. still but everything up until now has been a very a very unique like chunga aesthetic like she hasn't adhered to any typical um like like typical like tropes or like trends in the k-pop and industry she's very much like I don't know. There's just something about her that always seems, like, very unique and, like, she's presenting, like, her own version of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the closest that I think she ever got to kind of, like, aligning herself with the typical, like, tropes in, in K-pop and concepts was Gotta Go because it was just, like, kind of, yeah. like, it uh, reminded me of, like, Sunmi. It reminded me of, like, you know, just, like, a sophisticated, mm-hmm. like, female soloist song, a little bit sexy, but, you know, with the Chunga spin on it, which is just, like, an impeccable performance. Um, but this one, I'm like, Miss, are you doing Girl Crush? Are yeah. We, like, this is the first time that it's felt like a purposeful Girl Crush. Of course she's Girl Crush mm-hmm. all the goddamn time. But, like, this one with the dark clothes and the... And the, yeah, following just some of, like, the conventions of Girl Crush music in K-pop yeah. so far. Like, the little, like, vocal, like, pops and things like that. Little, like, vocal mm-hmm. techniques that she was applying. Like, and just the dance. Like, everything about it. I'm like, it's still so chunga, but I'm like, oh, my God. I don't yeah. know. I, like, wasn't really expecting it from her. But, um, yeah, she's definitely going harder with this yeah. one. Like, she went hard. Mm-hmm. And the, the choreography is impeccable. Like, the part mm-hmm. where they actually make yeah. a bicycle that she's riding is just, yeah. like, Yeah, oh, my insane. God, it's so good. And there's a dance break, like, in the song. It's not, like, an added mm-hmm. dance break. It's, like, the song mm-hmm. has a dance break. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you can just tell it was all, like, purposefully, carefully created so that she can give, like, a really cool performance. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what she did. Um, yeah, the music video is gorgeous as well. Gorgeous. There was that one part, like, she flies up in the sky, which was kind of fucking weird. Like, she's, like, yeah, she's, like on thing. I'm, like, why? Yeah, like, the thing. She'd be and then lifted she's... into the air. It was oh, very strange. strange. But, yeah, she looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it is a good song. I haven't listened to the rest of the album yet. I'm... Me neither, yeah. There's, honestly, only a few K-pop groups where I actually listen to the whole album. Most of them, I just follow title tracks. And, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like if there's, like, a cool yeah, yeah. B-side, I'm, like okay cool but yeah there's very few groups it's basically just like bts um dreamcatcher and then like sometimes twice um Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, I maybe I'll give them a listen because I'd mm-hmm. like to see like what the rest of the album has to offer. Yeah. But yeah, that's Queen and, Chunga. Oh, and also, um, I did want to mention like you know how um a few weeks ago or was it last week, you mentioned something about how, um, I think it was for Chunga, was it? I don't know. What are you gonna say? I can't remember. But it was something about how um you were talking about how there was an idol that said that um you know like they went through tough times too and like that that nothing is easy and that you know like all k-pop idols are still human and you know they have feelings they get tired sometimes they're not always like a hundred percent at their Mm -hmm. best all the time and i think um that makes the the name of her of tonga's album like a lot more meaningful to me because it is spanish like you said um and it basically it actually came from um like a term that they use for bullfighting oh but um basically it was derived from bullfighting and they managed to kind of change up the meaning so it's basically a place from which one strength is drawn so a place where you feel at home or where you can be yourself like entirely yeah and i really think that that's like she is definitely one of those idols that um like struggles especially as soloists they hold like everything on their shoulders of course like every you're creating your entire image you don't have other members to fall back on and especially as someone who probably planned her whole life to debut in a group and then did debut in a group and like is now learning over the years how to like sustain herself as a soloist Mm -hmm. um she's definitely had hardships i mean i watch her on like all of her of her like variety show appearances so i know like quite a bit about at least the personality and the issues that she presents to the world um and recently i was watching the show uh what's it called i think it's just called running girls like that's the english translation but um it was like her sunmi uh hani for me, XID, mm. Chu, and who am I missing? Oh, Yua from uh, oh, oh My, my Girl. Girl. And um, they got close, like, the very first day. And immediately that night started, like, spilling the tea, like, the emotional tea about, like, their hardships mm. and, like, how they felt, like, and how, like, how hard it is to, like, take a break. You have to keep pushing yourself because you have to stay relevant in the industry. So you just, like, work hard, hard, hard. And, of course, Chung, all she does, like, it's just comeback tour. Like, she's all over the place and um and by herself and uh she's definitely like expressed multiple times that she's having like some basically like mental health issues and um and i think that's part of like it's kind of like a joke on a variety television about like how much she likes to sleep and like she's always like oh yeah i just like doing nothing but it's like when (laughs) your job and everything else is that exhausting like of course, in her free time, she just, like, mm-hmm. wants to do nothing. She even yeah. says, like, she doesn't wear makeup anymore, really, by herself. Because she's just like, well, I wear makeup all the time for my job. So, like, true. I just want to, like, chill out. But, yeah, she um she cried on, like, the very first episode. A few of them did. But she, like, clearly has a lot of, like, pent-up stuff. And um, I think, yeah, through flourishing and through this one, like, she's trying to, through her music you know kind of find this place where she's like happy and confident and like not overworking herself but not underworking herself you know and yeah yeah, it's really good to see that she's doing that and like making that effort but also like expressing it through her own music so yeah i'm very excited for her and i think it's gonna like hit it big honestly like it's chunga she's already so established in korea She's, like, a monster, like, rookie soloist. Like, she's up there with, mm-hmm. like I said, like, Sonmi and Hyanna and Jessie. Definitely, like, yeah, I'd say. She's, and she hasn't even been in the game that long. Like, Jessie's been in the game for, what, like, 15 years now? So, and too long. I, yeah, and... <laughs> too long? No! And, and 15 I'd years say, is definitely too long. And I'd say, like, they're, like, pretty much on par in terms of famousness like oh yeah yeah and actually chunga was on jesse's shoulder view the other day and it was it was really cute because jesse like does that thing where she goes into like mom mode and she's like you need to eat more and chunga's so like shy and nice and cute um but yeah i really she recommend asked the song. for jesse's number she I did 
She did ask for Jazzy's number. She was also on, I don't know if you guys watched the um, the YouTube channel. I think it's, what's the acronym? I think it's ODG. And it's like a kid-based oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. channel. Like it's a Korean uh-huh. channel. Yeah. I've been watching it pretty much since they started posting videos. And yeah, recently yeah, yeah. they've started, like, I guess gotten big enough that they've had like some K-pop idols on it. Um, they mm-hmm. had some like the NCT guys on it. Yeah. Um, they had Bobby and then they had Chunga on. And she was so sweet with them. They were, the whole concept was they were showing each other their talents. So she like danced for them and they would show her like their little things. Like one kid like wrote a rap and they didn't know it was going to be her obviously. And one of the girls is like a fan of hers and like freaks out. And she's so sweet with them. And you can tell that the advice she's giving them is really careful and things that like she's learned from her time being Mm -hmm. a performer. And yeah, she's just an all around sweet, lovely person and like impeccable performer. I do hope she gains some weight though, because that girl, I think she said she's like 97 pounds on a good day. And I was like, I'm going to kill you. No. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I hope that she um, is okay (laughs) and that her health improves. And yeah, that's Chunga. Go listen to Bicycle. It's good. Go watch the performance. I'm I'm like craving it right now. I want to go watch it. Can we just play it? No, just kidding. Um, yes. We get copyrighted. <laughs> it's taken down before we can be famous like her. Okay. Are are you taking? Yes. Are you taking the next slot, Yana? So yes, I shall take control. Um. So the soloist that I picked, it was a bit tricky because I did have a few that I wanted to do, like you know, like a few honorable mentions, I guess, like um. Boy by Gantetsi and um, yeah, Jesse. I did. I kind of wanted to do Jesse. Oh, <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, and a fucking just, icon. I just, oh, marry me, goddess! <laughs> what a queen! I want to yeah. meet her so bad. Like after Same. watching her show debut and the way that she like like interacts with other people and like treats, especially mm-hmm. like, the girls who are younger than her, like Chunga. I was like, I yeah. need this like mom confident advice giving energy in my life like <laughs> yeah like i just want a best friend like jesse like <laughs> like when when chinese minho came on to her show God, interview, that was so fucking funny <laughs> she <laughs> she kept like admiring his face and like he, she would keep staring at it and she was like you know what the problem is here your eyes and your mouth are too big, so you need to gain weight to fill out your facial features. Yeah. Eat more. She's like, your face is too fucking small. Eat more. <laughs> but yeah, yeah she's so, so funny. Anyways. Yeah, all that aside, those were just honorable mentions. Yeah, um, but eventually, you know, I did, I did, I decided to choose my queen. Um, well, K-pop's queen, Boa. Mm. So, mm-hmm. actual so, queen. Actual yeah, literally queen. the queen of K-pop. Her career is older than me. When she debuted in like two thousand and two, four, something like 2000. that. Two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. Oh yeah. Bitch. So yeah. So basically, Poa was actually scouted by SM Entertainment, which is like you know undeclared like the largest like entertainment like company in south korea and she is one of those people that has been credited to laying down the foundation of what is now known as k-pop because mm-hmm. she was scouted in 1998 she was 12 when she I joined was, yeah, as a trainee <laughs> yeah allison and i were being born <laughs> i wasn't even made yet like, <laughs> oh my god like yeah so she was scouted um and became a trainee at 12 years old debuted in 2000 when she was 13 literally Mm -hmm. like in august and her birthday is november so she was still 13 when she debuted and immediately she you know she kind of made it big already considering that you know at the time k-pop was kind of not you know, situated into Korean mm-hmm. culture yet, like Trot was still yeah like, at its peak. There wasn't that much competition, really. Like it wasn't like yeah, she was up against true. ten yeah. other female very soloists. Small. It was like yeah, there was like five groups and like maybe yeah. HOT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, so yeah, she you know after she debuted here in Korea, here um, I, we're not in Korea after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Canada, y'all. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not leaving this country. Ugh. 
COVID-19 probation. Okay. <laughs> so after she debuted in Korea at 13 years old, when she was 14, she debuted in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically made history in Japan. Uh, mm-hmm, she was definitely. like the first, she was like the first ever like Korean artist to become like a million seller in Japan. And she was a chart topper for like, you know, like the biggest music charts in Japan. And, you know, she, she kind of made it big in Japan before she made it big in Korea. So she yeah, took, she did. Yeah, she, she did. Like literally everybody, like probably everybody knows to, everybody knows like listen to my heart. But, um, mm-hmm. she even recorded a bunch of, um, what do you call it? Like OSTs? Yeah. For yeah. a mm-hmm. bunch of like animes. Yeah. Um, in yes. collaboration with like other Japanese artists. And so she took that success that she found in Japan and returned to South Korea to promote again. And, around 2013 2014 that was when she started a chart topping in south korea so Mm -hmm. she was winning like a shit ton of awards left and right um she was absolutely iconic um she's such a queen she actually like so many people actually credit her to be the queen of k-pop yeah like like we say queen but mm -hmm. like no this is like the actual like the first She's Boa the first of Korea. Yes. Like, <laughs> like she's Boa the only, the only yeah. one. Haha, ha, listen to only ha, one ha, by ha, Boa. Only okay. one. <laughs> yeah, but like she may not have been like the first K-pop idol because there were definitely like other K-pop idols that had already mm-hmm. like debuted in like the 1990s, but mm. like Boa basically laid it all out for everybody. Like she mm-hmm. was like the maker, the ultimate maker of history. Well, I think part of it, yeah, is that she, like, at first, what might have seemed like kind of like a, oh, I didn't get successful in Korea, so I, like, went to Japan thing, like, but then she got, like, weirdly, wildly successful there and came back, like, I think at that time, some people might see that as, like, oh, you couldn't make it here, so you went and made it somewhere else, but it also started, like, setting that precedent for Korean, like, Korean idols to get notoriety and fame in other countries like that whole idea yeah. of like the how do you wave like that mm-hmm. was like again she's just like a trendsetter in everything like <laughs> she's like a whole different class of k-pop idol yeah. she is her own breed like nobody ever dares to compare any other artist in k-pop to boa because it's boa you know like yeah mm-hmm. how dare you like even <laughs> shiny once in an interview like and super junior i think um who are also in the same company as boa like at one point like they were in an interview together and they were asked about like you know do you think that blah 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 something about comparing their performances or like you know their let's say legend making in you know in the history of k-pop like do they think that they would be able to you know kind of follow at like follow after boa's footsteps and literally all of them well and like half of them were like older than her like all of them were like there's no way that'll ever happen the -hmm. most we can wish for is to learn from her and you know try to make our own paths but nobody will ever come close to being similar to boa because she she did it all you know and um she yeah like like um like you said Paige, like she was the one that kind of spearheaded this um this intercultural like exchange of some sorts like um you know making k-pop like international like Mm -hmm. she went out of south korea she made it big in japan went back to south korea then a few years after she was already making it big in south korea she expanded her music to america yeah she went and just she was like why don't i just go debut in america bye (laughs) yeah she was like i'm gonna you know she was like excuse me westernized people hello i'm just gonna (laughs) come in and take all of your top charts in music she collaborated with like big names like freaking janet jackson yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely insane yeah she was like the first ever k-pop idol to perform at the jingle ball and um she even started acting mm-hmm. in western films she co-starred in a film with Derek huff yeah i was hoping man. you'd say that <laughs> i love him yes oh i love her so much and to think too that because her japanese was so good she played a character that was japanese oh my god yeah in a western movie even though she's south korean which is like hilarious but also 
holy shit, you're amazing. I love you. Like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Like, to think that she's fluent in English, she's fluent in Chinese, Japanese, Korean. And, you know, she said that because she was, like, super old school and, like, you know, SM wasn't as big as it is now during her time, she had to do everything by herself. Like, when she traveled to Japan, she went to the airport on her own. She traveled on her own. She found her accommodations on her own. She said that she had to learn Japanese and learn the place, like, learn all the places by heart, by herself, because she had nobody else there with her. Like, that is fucking terrifying. She wasn't even 20. She was, like, 15. Yeah, like, we cannot overstate enough how much the industry as we know it did not exist then. So anyone, like, post, like, BTS, (laughs) like, Empire who was listening to this, like making a debut in america was insane like it wasn't Mm -hmm. just like really like successful or like really like admirable it was like oh my god the power you have to have and the confidence to go the fuck over there and do that is she was crazy she is crazy she continues to be crazy Ah. she oh she makes everybody like fall in love with her and to think that even up until just a few years ago it was still difficult. It was still historical to make an American yeah. debut or like a Western debut as a K-pop idol. And not a lot of people have been successful. But she went out there, she became successful. She worked with famous people. She starred in movies with famous people. She performed literally anywhere and everywhere. And she, you know, eventually became a household name in South America. Uh, South Korea, Jesus. <laughs> Mixing up the countries. See, that's how you know she's famous. And... <laughs> And, you know, she even made headlines, I think, at one point um, because she performed at, like, a a, a pride festival mm. in the U.S. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, she, she made headlines in South Korea as well because, you know, Oopsie. conservative. Ooh. And everybody was like, she did that? Oh. Yes, she did that. She She's fucking historical. She's amazing. And while we're on the topic of historical and amazing... In the career, in the span of her career, which is now 20, almost 21 years, she has been nominated for 49 different awards and won 36 of them. My God. That's a little mm -hmm, Which means she only won, she only didn't win like 13 of the 49. That's fucking crazy. And you mean like she, big award, like Daesung level awards, right? Yeah. Like yeah. award of the like um like album of the year, artist of the year, rookie of the year, Pomsang, Daesung. Like holy shit. Like KBS, NBC, SBS, like she like at her peak, she literally swept it all up. Yeah. She Jesus Christ. Like I don't I just love her so much. Like <laughs> I, I can't I can't even She's crazy. like everybody like I have like K pop friends who are like, How did you even get into her? Um, you know, and how did you become, like, how did you come to love her so much when, you know, she's such an old idol and you joined, like, late 2014, early 2015? Like, how did you even, like, she wasn't even active around the time that, you know, you became a K-pop fan, a K-pop fan. And I was like, I mean, she's everywhere. You how can you not? That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, we talked about this in an earlier episode when I was like, when I first got into K-pop, I was like, I need to know everything about this world. Like, I'm interested in it. And if you're mm-hmm, interested yeah. in it and you're actually genuinely like value the industry and the culture and like you're yeah i mean like i'm coming from a history of musical theater and when i like got into Mm k-pop i was like how Mm -hmm. did i not get into this before it's everything i love wrapped in one yeah it's musical performance like it's 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 dance performance there's acting involved it's the it's there's costuming like there's stylists there's makeup artists there's lighting design there's it's just like everything about performance Mm -hmm. that i love is in one thing and then there's the music videos and they're like films and it's like great directors and producers and all these concepts and it's like it is such like an art form and if you really care about it and are passionate about it in that way that's not just like casual fanship then you're gonna do your research and you are not gonna avoid boa if you do your research yeah like literally probably like both male and female like k-pop idols alike have credited her to being the reason why they wanted to become a part of the k-pop industry why they decided to pursue their love of music their love of um like their love of performance because she literally spearheaded everything and to think too that her debut album um id peace b was such a like a, a female empowerment like strong independent woman like 
theme like, song from the beginning yeah if, yeah right off the bat or like with her debut album and it wasn't common back mm, then no. you know like i said mm-hmm. like trot was still kind of taking over you know trot was still like on the album charts and stuff like that and you know most of the these songs were about like romance and love and shit like that and (laughs) not shit like that but like (laughs) stuff like that okay love is not shit i need a man they annoy me though but i can't live without him (laughs) and she at 13 years old comes out with this amazing like super powerful like Mm -hmm. female empowerment song that's like i will dominate you like (laughs) i will i will like you will bow down to me like this is me this is i'm letting you know now who i am so set the fuck down and like just listen to me because i'm going to take over your life and she did (laughs) she fucking took over my life she i like you can't even like we can't even like like with other artists that we do where we like go through their the timeline of their we can't even do that that would take us like 10 episodes like she's literally but yeah she's across like, when I first discovered her, I think she just came out with only one. So this was, like, back in high school. Mm-hmm. Not, like, first discovered her, but, like, that was the first comeback I was there with her. Um, and even from then, I'm like, this song alone shows how strong she is. Because it's not even, like, a boom, boom, boom. Like, it's not that type of song. It's very, mm-hmm. like, this is, like, a romantic, like, there's a duo section R&D, in the middle. Like, like yeah. it's so pretty and, like her power Mm -hmm. just from that everyone is like oh my god only one is everything like look at how she like how well she dances look at how she works with her backups like she's Mm -hmm. crazy and then looking into like her history and forward like when she did woman oh my god recent comeback like woman was a cultural crazy set for sure was walking upside down in the air the boots the woman and i was like oh my god <laughs> i listen the, the the heel click sounds uh girl that hold the dun, wigs dun. the the way that her body looks like she's 21 oh, yes. like what is going uh, on I she know. makes no like, sense fuck like holy she is actually legendary and like you know we we aren't able to go through a timeline of you know her existence in the k-pop industry because she literally went back and forth everywhere so you know like i said she was in korea and then she went to japan then back to korea then back to america then back to to korea then she kept going back and forth between korea and japan and every now and then would go back to america and at one point she even released like a completely english album Mm -hmm. yes that she named after herself which was called (laughs) boa because yes you deserve you You deserve deserve an album after named after yourself and um you know in the 2021 years that she has been active in the industry she has released 20 like full-length albums well not full-length but like she's released like 20 albums Mm -hmm. half of them are are, um full-length and yeah like i said she's won so many awards like and like i think the 49 like awards that i listed earlier was just for um korea or like for asia so that doesn't include um japan oh well, it does include japan but i don't think it oh. includes america <laughs> mm. oh, okay um and she did she did get nominated and won a bunch of awards too not just for her music in america but also for her like acting and stuff mm-hmm. um but you know on a more solemn note because we were talking earlier about how when she made a comeback with woman mm-hmm. she you know she was amazing she did all of these amazing dance moves like her like how do you say this her physique was like ridiculous and like out of this world she looked like she was 21 um but boa is known to be a very private person mm-hmm. she she doesn't really open up to um you know like to to cameras she's a very i guess you could consider her a quiet idol in the industry she doesn't really um let people in on her personal life but um a few months ago during her most recent comeback i think um which was for her 20th anniversary um so the better album she was in an interview and she said that she was getting worried about the state of her body Mm. because she was talking about how recently you know when she's when she does this like you know these rigorous physical routines she would get like aches in her body and she would feel more sore and exhausted at the end of those i mean she's getting old and like it's like they always say that the lifespan or not the lifespan but like the career span of an idol 
Like, that's why they don't happen. Like, the idols don't really stay idols past 30, typically, because Mm -hmm. it's just, it's like ballerinas. Like, the lifestyle, like, everything that comes with being an idol, it's insane that she's been doing it as long as she has. I'm not surprised at all that she's, like, take a break, girl, retire. I don't want her to, but, like, like, you know. I don't want her to either. Mm -hmm. She's, She's 34, um, which actually a lot of people would still consider young. Um, oh yeah, that's you know, actually considering... younger than I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because she was. I can't she do was, math. <laughs> she was born in the late. She was born in the late 1980s. So, considering like when she debuted and how long she's been in the industry, that's actually really young. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But you know, Boa is known for outstanding choreography. She she was first and foremost a dancer, which is mm-hmm. how she was recruited into SM. So, she said that you know. Everybody has this expectation that when they see her perform, they'll get blown away because she's just amazing like that. And everybody has built up their expectations and she feels the need to meet them um, as, you know, like the overachiever that she is. So, what you know, a queen, I know. So, like, I don't know, just to close it off, I just i love her so much i know I love her, too. And she's <laughs> like an icon. She's just not, you can't even like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, she, she can't even verbalize it. She just can't verbalize it. Incredible. Can't There's just like no, no. she really mm-hmm. like paved so many ways. Yeah, impeccable. And she deserves the world. That's it. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. Allison, do we have time yeah. for your? Uh, I mean, no, but I do want to like just very quickly within like three minutes mention um Timin, um, and I'm not gonna go through like specific dates or like whatever, but this man. When I met Shiny, like not in person, but when I got into K-pop, they became my first ultimate group. And I watched this kid grow up from a baby who did fucking Lucifer and Hello, Ring Ding Dong. When he was in Hello, it was so, he was such a fetus. But I watched him literally evolve into this sex icon in Korea. And it still still (laughs) blows my mind because, I mean, for people that meet Taemin, as he is now, like, after Danger happened, they're just like, oh, yeah, Temin's, like, this sexy guy. And I'm just like, no, he's a fetus yeah. in my brain. That I can never get that image out of my head. Yeah, it's so weird. And he's accomplished so, so much in his career. He's been releasing banger after banger for titles. And his performance is, like, next level. His dancing is incredible. Um... And, like, he's worked with, like, really famous choreographers, like, particularly, like, just his... I think he debuted with Danger, and that was with Ian Eastwood, who's an American choreographer that I really like. And that was his fucking debut, like... Like, his solo debut, yeah. Yeah, and, like, he even was a... It was very temporary, but he was a judge on the unit for when they were letting the idols in and judging them. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, so, like, he got to that level, and I'm so, so proud of him, and I'm so excited for Shiny's comeback that he's finally back with the boys. Yeah. Oh, just, Timmy's career, like, I can't even get into it because it's even... so much. Well, but... and Move was a cultural reset. Move also exactly. took away ho, ho, ho. Move changed everyone's lives. Like, yeah. that was Sexy. what everyone needed. Yeah. Amen. And he's, he's a 27-year-old like sex icon. Like you said, the, the way that anyone can stay in the industry as long as people like him and Boa have and, mm-hmm. like, stay sane, and especially what he's been through... Um, yeah. with shiny a lot of they've all been through and the fact mm-hmm. that they kept going is just insane to me insane. um i mean i wouldn't have been able to do it i wouldn't have been able to do half the stuff they did up until it either but like <laughs> yeah um yeah no he's he's and i think we mentioned before the fact that he's in yet another group he's made his third debut and he's not yeah. the oldest member of super m <laughs> Like, <laughs> Beckham is boy. still older than him is hilarious to me. Like, poor boy. Yeah. What? I a mean, he guy. did debut. He debuted at fourteen, so he yeah, was he literally is. a fetus. He, he looked fetus like one. His fucking ha- well, all their hair, but him <laughs> all especially. Their hair, but bucket. I know. It's like oh a God. bucket. Yeah. There. I mean, there are some big names, and a lot of them come from SM just because it's like the oldest group. There are so many big names in K-pop that it's like you just cannot compare. And I mean, you do, we don't know half their struggles. Like we don't know, mm. like like what they've been through, really, especially in like the early ages of K-pop, where they're 
there's probably a lot of exploitation. Like, there still is, but, like, yeah. a lot more mm-hmm. exploitation and not, there's no industry precedent. So everybody's just, like, floating around. And especially for mm-hmm. Boa, like, for a woman, for a girl that young, I don't even want to know what she's been through. Like, she's probably had some horrible experiences on her own in Japan at, like, 15. Yeah, like that probably didn't actually go that well. But like you said, she's private. We don't know much. And same with Taemin and same with all of these idols. We just like all we see is what they present us. But what they present us is like a legacy. So Mm -hmm. exactly. That was so deep. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Paige, I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. Am I going to make you cry every episode? Is that what's going to happen? Oh, my God. Literally. No, I can't cry this episode. Ellison said she was going to leave if I did. (laughs) Well, I I think we're going to have to start pulling straws to see who goes last in the episodes, because whoever goes last, fucking... The first two get way too excited and talk too long, and then the last person is like, but wait, Taemin. No worries. I should probably go last all the time. Oh my goodness, Yana. Just putting that out there. I should probably go last all the time. Well, maybe we should go in order of age, then Allison can go first. Mm -hmm. Oh my. So, next week, we are going to have kind of a special episode. It is episode six, and... Um, we are going to have a special guest on the show. So this, yeah, what the fuck was that noise? We, <laughs> this was our, one of our attentions from the very beginning. We wanted to have, um, um, other members of our executive team from RUK Pop to feature on the show. We also want to see if we can get some of our members to feature, especially for focusing on a certain group that they may, might alt that we don't know that much about, you know, things like that. Um, and next week we are going to have our very first special guest. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave it as a nice little surprise and I don't even know if we know what we're talking about. I mean, this guest has many things they want to talk about, so we're probably going to let them decide what we're doing. Yes. But yeah, stay tuned. This is the first of what we hope is going to be a very common, um, occurrence on this podcast, which is getting other opinions in here and just having a good time gabbing about K-pop. So... (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. This has been Ellie, Paige, and Yana. (laughs) Bye. Bye.